Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Excess Press. My name is Matt, and I'm the host of this Disney Theme Parks News podcast, and this is episode 69 for the week of May 5th, 2019. Today, I am joined with Katie. Katie, how are you doing? Hey, doing great. How are you? Doing well. Happy Cinco de Mayo to you. Yeah, same to you. Yeah, you have any fun festivities planned for today? Ah, uh, nothing too crazy, you know, just... Cinco de Mayo has never been that big with me, so just trying to figure out what the day is going to bring me. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I've never really been that big either, but uh, right now I know uh, I am right now I'm down in Raleigh, North Carolina, and we're going to some like rodeo food truck festival. Ooh. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, so I'm really, really excited about that. So uh, by the time this comes out, that's what I'm going to be doing. So I'm, I'm super fun. Yeah, really excited about that. So, but then yesterday was also May the 4th, so that was also a big Star Wars day. May the 4th be with you. Um, so I didn't really do any celebrations then. I mean, uh, there's a lot of, I, I know down in Disney, especially at Hollywood Studios, there's a lot of like treats and uh, merchandise that you can get. So hopefully some of you guys that were down in Walt Disney World this past weekend, you got your hands on that. Uh, but uh, another unfortunate thing is actually we... We lost Peter Mayhew um, on Thursday. He he passed away. He was the original actor to play Chewbacca in Star Wars. So he was he he was an icon. I mean, people just absolutely loved him. Uh, I'm a big fan of. Um, I, I go on Reddit all the time, and the the Star Wars subreddit. He was actually a pretty big um, contributor to to the to the subreddit. So he posted a lot, interacted with the community. Uh, and he was, uh, he's just, he's just going to be really missed. So, um, it's, I mean, Star Wars have been with me my entire life and everyone knows who Peter Mayhew is. And it's just very sad that he passed, uh, this, this past week. Yeah, definitely. It was a hard hit. Definitely with May the 4th. So yeah, sad to hear. Yep. So, but he'll always be in our memories as Chewbacca. So. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's get this new show on the road. So there wasn't the, there's a pretty decent amount of news. A lot of like food based news, which was kind of <laughs> cool this week. Uh, but the first thing I want to talk about is that on May second is when Disneyland opened up their reservations for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So they they opened up those free reservations that you can make where you you need a time slot to visit the land between May thirty first 
and June 23rd. Uh, and if you don't have a reservation, well, they're all sold out. So they all went pretty quickly today. But if if you were at one of the first people to like sign up or to like kind of have the page refresh, you were pretty much guaranteed a slot. Cause like I had, I asked just for fun. I kind of waited to see how long it would take for me to get uh, a reservation. I didn't make a reservation, but I was just curious and it took me about an hour. Uh, but I know it took people uh, much sooner than that. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately all those, those free reservations are, are gone. You can't get them. Uh, and like I said, the reservations were between eight and 12, uh, or sorry, they're, they're four hour time slots. So like 18, eight and 12 in the morning, 12 and four, four and eight, then four, uh, eight to 12. So it looks like it's going to be open till midnight every single night. Uh, so that's kind of crazy. Uh, I mean, so did you, did you get into this madness at all? Like what, what were your thoughts on this? No, I didn't even look. Um, <laughs> to be honest, I definitely forgot that that was happening today until I saw everyone's, um, Instagram stories and posts about getting their reservation or not. Um, but I could, I definitely got the vibe that this was, this was intense. I mean, this is worse than your 7am gotta book your fast passes. <laughs> so, um, I didn't get into it. I didn't try to check or anything like that. I'm not shocked that they sold out so quickly, even a little bit. Um, so it's it's crazy. It's going to be neat for those of you who have your reservations already, man. Don't do anything to lose those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, You. I hope you guys – well, I think you can't – you can't exchange them. There's no, like, modifications. Mm -hmm. uh, so, oh, yeah, here it is. I have it written here. Once you make your Star Wars Galaxy's Edge reservation, there are no changes or modifications will be allowed. Uh, reservations are void if they are transferred or sold. And unused reservations will be forfeited and not replaced. So uh, make sure uh, you don't do any of those things to lose your reservation. And guys, if you do have one, make sure you have valid theme park admission to enter Disneyland. Uh, make sure you have your reservation info and you need a valid government-issued photo ID to make sure you enter the land. Um, and I think still one of the biggest questions is... How are they going to monitor that four-hour time slot? Because it's not like they can just usher people out of the park and then have the new people enter the land. Um, so I, I, I honestly have no idea. I, have you put any other thought into this? Because I know we kind of talked about this uh, a few weeks ago, but I, I, I'm still kind of baffled. I, I don't know. Unless they, they – um, they kind of my actually now thinking about it my only guess is they give them a wristband like mm -hmm. maybe like a say the the between 8 to 12 slot they give them a wristband like a blue wristband and they know that if you have that on like they're going to like sorry sir you have to like you have to kind of usher like they'll usher people out of the park and then people with like maybe like a green wristband will enter the park i mean that kind of makes a lot of sense doesn't it yeah, that's kind of, so that's kind of what I was thinking. So my immediate thought was like, oh, just like they do magic hours, their magic band will just tell them when they have to leave. But Disneyland doesn't have magic bands. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that um, you're, it has to be something over with a wristband yeah. or something along this oh, way, some identifier. Well, Does don't, it say? No, don't they do that? No, I was just going to say, they give you wristbands for like the Halloween parties and stuff. Exactly, yeah. Okay, so any yeah. Halloween party, your special ticket event, you're going to yeah. get that wristband anyway. And so cast members are trained to look at that wristband to know whether or not you're supposed to be there and to act on whether or not you can stay or you should leave. Um, 
And to be honest, I mean, I've never heard of anyone throwing a big fit about not being let in or out of a Halloween party or anything. Now I feel like stress is going to be a little bit more high with Galaxy's Edge. But I don't really foresee this being too big of a problem. They know ahead of time. Guests know ahead of time. You are here from 12 to 4, period. That's what you got. Um, so, yeah, it's got to be some kind of wristband. It's got to be some sort of identifier. Because um, they don't use the tracking system as Walt Disney World does. No, but even not in Walt Disney World, not everyone is wearing a wristband. It's Wristbands are usually just for a resort guest or unless you, you buy one and you have one on, like, your annual pass. But sometimes people just, like coming for a day if they're visiting florida and they just buy like a one-day ticket they don't get a wristband so well they still have an rfid chip in their card yeah. don't they no they do yes you're, that's your tracker right there uh yeah i guess you're right yeah so i don't yeah. know but yeah. I, I think i mean i honestly think that makes the most sense with wristbands i think that's mm -hmm. the easiest way to track people and that's how they can usher them out but uh until we get official word well we'll see but i yeah. I, I, I think that's going to be it. I think we cracked the case. <laughs> I think so. We're so smart. Go us. I know. We are really <laughs> smart. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, congrats to everyone that got their reservation today. I know a lot of great people. I'm actually really excited because one of my, my favorite Disney podcasts uh, is called Window to the Magic. Uh, have I told you about this podcast at all? No, not at all. So he's been, he's he's an OG podcaster. He's been around <laughs> since like 2005 or six. Uh, and but pretty much he he creates binaural audio experiences. So he walks around the Disney parks, mostly Disneyland because he's a California native, and he walks around with binaural microphones in his ears. So it it makes it sound like you're walking through the parks. Shut uh, up! It's amazing. I, I he creates the best content. I've been a supporter of his. I give I donate uh, money uh, every single month just to support the show. It's. Uh, it's great. Like like last year, because I'm a supporter. Uh, last year he went to Disney World. He he gave out to the supporters all the raw audio. So like that's like eight or nine hours in the park. So it's just like mm -hmm. us following him around on his trip. But it's great. So, but what I was getting at was he actually was able to get the very first slot on May 31st between eight to 12 p.m. So he's gonna be one of the first people, oh and he's my gonna gosh. yeah he's gonna get like all that audio. So I'm just like really excited to to hear that audio. So. Well, I'm definitely going to have to check, start checking him out. I've never heard of him before. His yeah. podcast, so no, it's, that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 best listening to headphones. Uh, you always want to make sure you have headphones. So, like when I'm at work, he has 600 episodes that go back years, and like you find some gems in there, like some really classic gems. So, like it's funny. Like what I do is, I if I get bored at work, I need something to listen to. I'll go to random.org where you're, it it picks a random number for you. So I put in like between. Uh, uh, one and like 600 and like I'll click the random number and I'll get like 343 mm -hmm. uh, and I just listen to that episode because it's it's usually really good so oh my gosh yeah so window to the magic so big big fan of his so I'm excited to see what he has uh, coming out so uh, but yeah so that's exciting and then my one of my good friends last thing I'll say about this one of my good friends is going on June 5th so he's actually going to get to come on the show and talk about his experience over at Galaxy's Edge so we'll have a, uh, a first hand account of uh, what's going on over there so and then you and I will see it in October and November so yes oh man it's coming we're I here know, oh, I know I'm I, so excited I know and I'm just waiting to see what um what Disney World has in store for people to access the land. So I know they haven't really 
released anything on that, have they? No, they haven't. But I feel like what they're doing is they're they're waiting to see what happens at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. I th- I think mm-hmm. that's that's going to be like a test to see, okay, how can they improve on what they did for Disneyland? What worked? What didn't work? And then they're going to use that information to see what's going on, uh, what they could do over at Walt Disney World. Um, but huh? well, time will tell. So uh, I know. A- yeah. Any final thoughts before uh, we move on? Nah, I'm super glad Disneyland is doing this before Disney World. Yeah. We get the, we get the better version. Yeah. The round two. Yeah, exactly. Um, yep. But I'm, I'm so excited. I mean, seeing everyone's hype about getting their reservations today, it's time. It's here. Let's yeah. do this. I'm I, ready. Yeah, I think one of the last, the last things I'll say is like, I think they're also going to really see how people use the park itself, mm-hmm. how they interact or not the park, the land, how they really interact with the land and what kind of experiences the, uh, the, the, the guests want to have. So, and they're, again, they're going to use that information and put that towards Walt Disney world. And like you said, we're, we're going to get the, the, the better version, as you could say, <laughs> is we're going to, we're going to be having all the, the better experiences, but, um, but yeah. So, all right, so cool. So um, the first thing we kind of want to move on to is that on May 1st, guys, if you don't remember, we talked about it on a few weeks ago that there are brand new park policies that are now in effect. So that means there is no more smoking uh, within the Disney parks. They actually put out new maps that you can you can get. Uh, so if you're entering the park, uh, it actually shows a, the, the no smoking sign on the park map, like just outside of the entrances. So there's one for, so for Magic Kingdom I saw the map and it's actually like kind of it's kind of far from the entrance. It's kind of closer to like where you have to go catch a bus. So it's kind of mm-hmm. over there. Um, and then Epcot, uh, it's pretty much to if you're leaving the park, it's to the right hand side. If you're leaving uh, Hollywood Studios, it's kind of towards the left hand side. Uh, and Animal Kingdom, I'm just remembering from what I saw today. Uh, uh, from Animal Kingdom, I'm kind of vague. I can't really remember. But again, it's on the park maps. But there are spots to smoke outside if you have to. And uh, again, we, we won't give our too, too many thoughts. But uh, Katie, you had brought up last time a good uh, that people were kind of worried that like uh, they they might have like a, a grandparent or something that's using like a motorized scooter and that that still likes to smoke and it might be really tough for them to kind of leave and enter the park and having to like maybe waste a lot of time that way uh, it might have an effect. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, oh gosh, it's, it's such a hard topic, you know. Cause I know. You want to say good, no smoking in the parks. That's that's wonderful. The the good outweighs the bad, but yeah. I feel like this does take away from some of the guests that you know don't really have too much control over the situation anymore. But honestly, I think I, I think this is needed, and I think it's been a long time coming. Um, and honestly, they're not as far away as I kind of suspected them to be. I kind of assumed that they would put a whole new area outside. I guess maybe unrealistically, but. I, I figured they'd be a little bit further because I saw the maps too, um, but I don't know. We'll we'll see. I so far it's been a couple days. I haven't heard any major complaints about anything with the smoking or even the stroller size um, restrictions now that are put out there. Um, 
I haven't heard anything. I haven't yeah, heard any yeah. major complaints. It's just going to so, become the new norm. I mean, yeah. that's that's all it is. It's just. It, it seems crazy now because it's new and change and scary. But yeah, I think in a couple, you know, even months, I don't think this is going to take too long to get used to. No. I think it'll be fine. Yeah. No. Agreed. And uh, like Katie was just saying, uh, the the strollers now they have to be uh, much much smaller, so they cannot be. Uh, they must be smaller than 31 inches wide and 52 inches long. So, yeah, make sure you have uh, a much smaller stroller. You can't bring in one of those big, like, kind of cart strollers that people started bringing in. Um, the thing that I thought of most is that the uh, the wagon-type strollers, that, there's a company, I can't remember what it is, but there's a company who makes a Cinderella carriage-style wagon strollers. Those are no longer within some of them i should preface with some of them are no longer within norm so kind of be aware of that i will say though when we were thinking because we're going with my niece who is still in her stroller um we couldn't decide what stroller to take but we're looking at the specifications that are now allowed our normal like bob brand standard stroller is still within spec so it seems like it's putting a lot of restrictions on, but it's really just putting a restriction on those huge, insane, crazy big ones. Um, any standard stroller that you would typically have is usually going to be okay. So I don't think this one is too big of a change as it may have originally sounded. Yep. No, agreed. So, uh, but yeah, just uh, want to make sure everyone is well aware that next time they go to the parks, they are just... Uh... They, they know these policies, and as well, there's no ice or a, a dry ice anymore, so you can't do that. Uh, but yes, those are the new park policies now in effect. Uh, so then, Katie, we had Hollywood Studios celebrating its 30th anniversary this past week, so that is yes. really exciting. Uh, they had like a really cool live stream that I started to watch as I was going to sleep, but I passed out way too early. I didn't get to finish it. <laughs> So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to finish it uh, tonight. Uh, but yeah, they had a live stream where they had, I saw some of the cavalcade in there. And then they actually had this really cool like um, fight choreography for like Indiana Jones. It was actually really cool. Mm. Um, but they, they've revealed a new logo for Hollywood Studios. They sure did. And uh, it's not great. It's weird. <laughs> Yeah. It's weird. It's, it's just weird. <laughs> yeah, it's it's to me it's just kind of bland and it doesn't it encapsulate Hollywood Studios at all. Like the old logo or the current logo I should say is so much better and that's like no, just I want to keep this logo. So um but yeah, so the like, new this seems like the in between kind of logo. Like this is like the oh, work in progress. Here's a couple of fun characters in our logo. It doesn't seem like a end result. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's not the end result. <laughs> yeah, and now, I mean, apparently it is. I mean, I just, I it just, it feels kind of lazy to me. I mean, yes. I, like I've said, design is kind of my background. I mean, I've, I've, I've created plenty of logos in the past. And I mean, I'm not going to say that I'm absolutely great at uh, logo design, but I feel like this was kind of lazy. I think the, the font that they use is a version of called Futura, uh, Futura or Futura, however you anyone out there wants to say it, I always say Futura. Um, so, and that's a very commonly used font and I feel like it's just overused now. 
Uh, I mean, I'm not going to lie. When I first created this website, uh, I used Futura uh, <laughs> because it's kind of has that like sci-fi-ish uh, logo uh, f- or sci-fi-ish kind of feel. Um, but my logo has uh, has changed now. And if, if anyone's been to the website recently, then you can get a sneak peek at it. But um, but yeah, I, I just feel like they just kind of slapped in some characters and called it a day. So I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on it? Totally, totally agree. It seemed incomplete. It seemed very boring. It seemed very, you know, one level. They wrote whatever generic fonts of Hollywood Studios and then plopped in, what was it, BB-8? Was Woody on there? And then Mickey, the new new style of Mickey Mouse. The new style of Mickey. Like, it's just weird. It doesn't, and I know that Hollywood Studios is kind of sadly moving away from that old time movie Hollywood feel except for Sunset Boulevard really we lose most of that everywhere else in the park which fine I get it that's the way that you're moving the park towards okay but that's still then like I'd, I would at this point I would so much rather have a new name for Hollywood Studios which is in the works we've been hearing about it for years that they're going to be renaming Hollywood Studios I don't know if anything's ever been confirmed but no, no, it just, I it think, just seems lame. I know, I'm, I'm not like, really. Come on, happy. Hollywood Studios, you're already the underdog. Yeah, well, step it up. So I listened to the uh, the the Disney Dish podcast with Jim Hill. Do you know Do you know him, Jim Hill mm-hmm. Lentesta? These guys are really knowledgeable. Like Jim Hill, he's like, I I don't know what you want to call him, but he's like a, just a he knows everything about Disney, and he always he's like an insider. Like he gets the inside scoop everywhere, but like. So him and Len Testa, Len Testa is actually the man who founded touringplans.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, he created the formula of how to track uh, the um, like wait times and stuff like that. Um, but he, so they kind of talk about how people get surveys and they did, sur- like you said, uh, they were thinking about new names and people have gotten surveys in the past of like possibly what new names could be. So they have thrown around like what a new name for Hollywood Studios could possibly be. Um, it needs rebranding. It does. It, I, I it honestly mean, does. It's not Hollywood Studios anymore. It's a cluster right now. There's so many little different pieces, which in individually, they're all so great. But honestly, how does Toy Story have anything to do with Star Wars that has anything to do with Rock and Roller Coaster that has anything to do with Tower Terror? Like nothing, yeah. nothing really flows anymore that has anything to do with Indiana Jones or Frozen Ever After. Like nothing really flows together whereas and even in you know magic kingdom and epcot and animal kingdom it's still one cohesive theme with different parts you know yeah. but hollywood studios is just the random little parts yeah. it has no cohesive theme whereas it used to have a hollywoody vibe it did, it did have a lot more to do with shows and experiencing the magic and behind the scenes and they've lost all of that so it, it needs rebranding and i don't think this is uncommon that it's it's been talked about for years now that Hollywood Studios needs rebranding. So maybe this is just the first step and they're giving us something to just tide us over like, oh, something new, yay. We're working on it. Um, I don't know. That's my that's my Disney, I don't know, confidence coming in there because I, I have so much trust and so much confidence that Disney knows <laughs> what they're doing next week, next year, five years from now, 20 years from now. They know where they're going to be. Um, so I'm just, I'm waiting. I'm the patient little servant, just waiting, waiting to love whatever they give me. But this new logo, man, 
It's just weird. It's lazy. You said it. It's lazy. Yeah, it's rough. So I, I put like it up on. Like in it or something. Yeah. If you haven't seen the <laughs> logo. <laughs> yeah, jeez. If you haven't seen the the logo yet, it is up on my on the Instagram feed at Excess Press Podcast. You could check it out over there. Uh, but yeah, so anyways, they did celebrate the 30th anniversary. So hopefully I know I've, I saw a lot of people I follow on Instagram. They were there for the week or for the, for the day. Uh, and there's there, yeah, just like a fun cavalcade. They, the new wonderful world of animation debuted, which is the new, um, uh, nighttime fireworks show. They have the state of the art projection mapping technology and there's other effects. Um, and it kind of takes you on a journey through 90 years of Disney animation, so it begins, of course, with like Mickey Mouse, and then it launches into other sequences that are filled with uh, your favorite Disney Pixar movies over the last 90 years. So there's there's a lot in there for that. And Katie, I know I asked you if you, you were possibly going. Do you know if you're doing this yet or probably not? I don't think we're going to. Nighttime plans are kind of up in the air right now for my trip. It's just going to kind of depend on how the morning and the afternoon goes and how tired we are and how much running around we've done. Um, I really hope I can see it. I really do. I've seen, I saw a couple people um, who had filmed part of it for their Instagram stories. Um, and it, it just looks incredible. It looks so fun. Um, so I'm hoping so, but I, I mean, Fantasmic is my favorite nighttime show as it is. And I'm not sure I'm going to be able to see it. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. It's going to be one of those, you know, post-dinner, okay, what's the rest of the family doing? Can I go run away to do my own thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we'll see. But I hope so. It looked really fun. I mean, I heard so many cool things about it so far. I haven't heard a bad review. Um, so, I don't know. I hope, I hope so. I hope I can. Cool. I'm planning on it. Sounds good. Well, hopefully we'll see if you check it out. If not, it's uh, it's not going anywhere. It'll always be there. Yeah. So. It'll be there. All right. So we're going to move on. So they actually announced uh, a lot of new food, like restaurant and food packages and stuff like that. So along with the 30th anniversary for Hollywood Studios, they announced uh, Roundup Rodeo Barbecue Restaurant, which is coming to Toy Story Land over at Disney's Hollywood Studios. So this is a brand new table service restaurant that is coming to Toy Story Land and its theme is like Andy he used uh, three cardboard boxes and that are that are just cut and taped up together and he created a new rodeo arena that's using some of his favorite toys and games and playsets um, and then like once you're inside you're surrounded by a lot of the rodeo festivities that are going on uh, it takes place in like a western town there are train, train play sets, and of course, you'll see uh, a lot of your favorite Disney characters. Uh, so you'll see like Jesse riding on the back of a Trixie pull toy, as well as unique toy versions of Bo Peep and her sheep, uh, who all appear to be performing together in the rodeo. Uh, so this is just a very immersive restaurant that just because once you enter Toy Story Land, you, you shrink down to the size of a toy. So this is just another experience that uh, brings you there. So we, I know we've talked about it, it sometimes in the past. I believe we talked about it where we've, we've kind of wanted a new sit-down restaurant, not mm -hmm. only in yep. Hollywood Studios, but especially in Toy Story Land. So I'm really excited for this one. What are your thoughts? Oh, yeah, for sure. When I heard this come out, I mean, the theming of itself aside, I'm just so glad there's another table service in Hollywood Studios. It's been so lacking. It really has for so long. 
Um, and honestly, Toy Story, I mean, not thinking of Galaxy's Edge yet, because it's not here, but Toy Story Land is one of the most well-themed areas. You know, you really do shrink down to toy size, and it, it's just so crazy and so immersive, and everything, literally everything you touch is themed so well. I mean, it's very much so like Pandora over in Animal Kingdom, you know? It's just so crazy detailed, so crazy immersive, and to have an actual sit-down table service restaurant where you can enjoy an hour and a half maybe even two hours of a table service meal with your friends and family it's going to be really neat and and it's going to be you're going to be seeing the characters a way that you don't see them normally i don't think there's ever been a time where you actually see jesse and bo peep and her sheep and trixie and all of them in a rodeo i mean it, it's just going to be really really neat um did they did they say where in Toy Story Land this is? Because thinking about how the area is laid out right now, I, I'm I'm not sure where it's going to be in the yeah, land. Yeah, so it's it's actually right when you enter the land. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be to the right of Woody. There's like a there there's kind of like a backstage area that's like not really being used. And as far as I know, it's there the entrance is going to kind of be right around there. So gotcha. Okay. I've I'm not as I like I've seen what the entrance looks like. I've actually never been into Toy Story Land yet, but uh, that's that's where it's going to be. I saw like someone, uh, one of the blogs that I follow, or one of the Disney websites I follow, they had printed out like a Google View map of mm-hmm. like an above view, and uh, they kind of circled where where it's going to go. So it's yeah, it's going to be near the entrance. Awesome! That's really cool. I I'm super pumped about this. I I, I yeah. It, it's been needed. I'm glad it's here. Yeah, I I was kind of hope. It doesn't sound like this is going to be a character experience. I kind of mm-hmm. wish it was because, yeah, Jesse and Bo Peep. They're they're just. It sounds like they're going to be static figures. And I, I, first, I was hoping it was going to be a character show, but or a character greeting experience. But it sounds it probably won't be only because. Jesse is on top of a horse, and they're not going to have like a static figure and a character, like a walk around character. That's and I feel like Jesse and Woody are like the perfect people for this for this restaurant. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like they, I feel like this needs to be a character experience. I don't think it will be, but I mean, Pixar, uh, Toy Story is like the biggest Pixar movie, the most popular one, and uh, I'm just surprised that they didn't take advantage of that popularity and making this into a character dining experience because they really don't have that at Hollywood Studios. They have the... So I know they have it at Hollywood and Vine. They have a breakfast with the Disney Junior characters and then for lunch and dinner, I know they have... I think Mickey and Minnie are also around at Hollywood and Vine. I'm not as familiar with it. Do you know about about that one? Mm, no... I haven't heard too much about that one. I almost want to say, is there a character dining at the Primetime restaurant? Maybe? Uh, 50s Primetime? No. Yeah, no. I can't remember. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this kind of reinforces your statement. Like, there's not really good character dining. dining. So, I don't know. I, it, it Maybe it's a miss. I think it almost sounds like there's going to be a lot going on with the decor anyway. That it might have just been too much too overwhelming maybe but yeah you're right hollywood doesn't really have too much dining experiences so no yeah i'm just i I looked it up yeah hollywood and vine does have characters okay and they don't say it's not character dining no they don't 
It no. just says, you know, there's more details to follow, of course, as always. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate hearing that. Like, no, I, I want the details now. I know. Um, but, yeah. yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But, yeah, it doesn't really sound too promising for a character dining. Yeah. And then another thing is at uh, the 4th of July this year, they're actually having that barbecue over mm -hmm, at mm -hmm. uh, at Epcot that features the Toy Story characters. So uh, kind of similar. Uh, I mean, maybe they're going to see how well that does and maybe they'll bring in characters, but who knows? Yeah. And that would be a very unique character dining experience too. It's not just, you know, the princesses or Mickey or Minnie and the gang. It'd be very unique. Yeah. No, know. definitely. But... All right, well, let's uh, move on. So, Katie, I'm going to let you take this next one. All right. So this one is kind, kind of pushes my buttons a little bit, but let me get through the news, and then we'll talk how we feel. <laughs> um, so they just announced that there's going to be a new signature celebration package available at Cinderella's Royal Table, which is really neat. Um, so starting a couple days ago, as of May 2nd, you can reserve this new package, dining package. Um, so included in this package, you can take advantage of the of a special reserved area for happily ever after fireworks viewing. You'll be sitting in the West Plaza Garden, separate from you know the normal crowds and the normal guest area. Um, and then you'll also have the after fireworks dessert dessert party at Tomorrowland Terrace. Um, so including in this uh, dining experience, you'll be greeted immediately upon entry by Cinderella and Prince Charming. They'll welcome you to their restaurant, to their castle. Um, you'll have a complimentary glass of sparkling wine or a specialty beverage of your choice. Um, and then you will be able to take a chance during, you'll have the chance during your meal to meet Cinderella's princess friends. It doesn't say who, so I wonder if it's going to be like a rotating group or if it's going to be like just the classics. Not sure who, but they'll come up to the table like and greet you like any normal um, dining character dining experience. And then after you eat, this is the cool part. After you eat, Cinderella inspired confections will be gifted to you to commemorate. Excuse me, to commemorate your time dining in Cinderella's castle. Um, so after you dine, you'll go. You can have the availability to go watch Happily Ever After fireworks show privately in your own little section that hopefully isn't as crowded as most of the rest of the park will be um and then of course ending with your dessert party so of course you'll have your cinderella inspired desserts and a whole bunch of really magical fun offerings um so you can make your reservations today and the price point is what kills me so it is 199 plus tax and gratuity for adults and 169 for children. So I'm going to stop. <laughs> Matt, what are your thoughts? <laughs> um, this is something I probably would never do. Uh, this, uh, yeah, the price point gets me. I know dessert fireworks are pretty expensive. I think like maybe $125 a ticket. But the dessert party comes after the fireworks. And usually aren't dessert fireworks dessert parties like you can eat the dessert during the fireworks yeah it starts before the fireworks and then you enjoy your desserts during the fireworks it's yeah not after yeah so it seems like a, a special after the fact yeah so this you 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 have dinner you do your your thing then you see the fireworks then after that is the dessert party uh i mean i guess it's it's 
I guess it's a good thing because at least you'll kind of like recover from dinner a bit. So then, <laughs> then you could True. stuff your face with desserts. So I guess that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, this isn't something I, I, I do. Cinderella, Cinderella's Royal Table is not like a restaurant I've ever cared to go to. I know it's like really hard to get, but like I honestly, I've, I've heard the food is like pretty good there. There's nothing. It's not like spectacular. You're there more for the experience and eating mm-hmm. inside the castle. Um, so yeah, honestly, this is like not something I would waste my money on. I'd rather put that money towards like an experience at like Animal Kingdom or mm-hmm. Epcot or something like that. So, oh yeah, uh, totally agree. Yeah, so not something I would do. Um, but I think I, I think it is good for people if you really want to uh, go to Cinderella's Royal Table. This package will probably be something a little bit better for you i think it'd be good for like couples if you want to do like an engagement or something like that uh i i've actually i, I know a couple that got engaged or actually a couple people that got engaged at cinderella's royal table um so i i think that might be a good thing uh but i know sometimes you can actually call up disney to help like with your engagement at cinderella royal table but that could be a good thing, uh, but yeah, like I was saying, it, it's good for if if you planned on wanting a good spot for the for the fireworks and you want a good meal at Cinderella's Road Table, and if you really want dessert, I think it's a good package <laughs> all of one. If that's like if these are three specific things that you're looking for, then I think it's worth the money. But uh, it's definitely not for me. But what are your thoughts? Ugh, man, I don't know. Even all that, <laughs> two hundred dollars seems pretty intense for not a whole lot extra than you would normally pay for Cinderella's Royal Table meal service as it is. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm a super sweet tooth and I've never had a desire to go to a dessert party. Like I've never had this desire. I, I feel like it's just paying for way more than you need. And even, I mean, Maybe it's also because I'm spoiled and I've seen the fireworks shows all so many times and I don't need to have a special area to watch them. I don't know. To me, it just does not seem worth it even a little bit. I mean, I would probably pay, I can understand paying maybe 125 kind of for this, like kind of your basic dining experience package. I've never seen a dining package like this. For a $200. I think even even the special dining experience at Tiffin's um, a couple weeks ago. The Earth, Joe Rody one, right? Yeah, the Joe Rody one. I think, yeah, um, that was even cheaper that was than even this. Cheaper. I'd and much rather I spend. Th- I know, I would pay $1,000 for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, and then, I, I don't know, just compared to that kind of thing, I'm just wondering where the pricing comes from. I think it's more pricing versus for the name and the experience versus pricing for what you get. So you're right if you're doing an engagement, if you're doing something very special, if you're an anniversary, something fun, crazy, if you're not going to Disney all the time, if you're not lucky enough to be an annual pass or a local or anything, I can understand maybe that you'd want to have this really special date night experience. Um, But geez, I cannot imagine paying $170 for my child to yell at me that there's no food that they want to (laughs) eat. Like, (laughs) just knowing children in general. Yeah. Oh, just, I can't pay $170 for them to eat chicken nuggets. Yeah, so 
so that that Donnie packet with Joe Rody that was two hundred dollars as well. I would yes, that is. Oh, I yes. would totally pay for that. Yeah, that's one something of the friends I would, of the show. Melissa did that. Did you yeah. see her post about that? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I messaged her. Yeah. So Melissa, who is on the show, um, I'll have to get the episode in a bit, but yeah, she she was on. Um, or she went to go do the dining thing with Joe Rody and she absolutely loved it. Like she said, mm-hmm. it was amazing uh, and totally worth the experience. Um, but yeah, that's uh, oof, man. so she and Melissa was on episode fifty nine. So, gotcha. um, but yeah, so I don't know. Just comparing the two, what you get from each, it just doesn't seem equal. So I don't no. know. I'm sure it's meant for someone. Just I'm gonna take a hard pass on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Same here. But uh, all right, so let's uh, let's move on to I believe it's the last news story. I'm trying to find my notes. Here it is. Uh, so yeah, the last the the last one actually sounds pretty cool, and uh, it, the pricing is much better. Uh, <laughs> but and this is something I would do. So so the Lion King. There's big celebrations for it this uh, this year, especially with the new Lion King movie come out, which I'm super ecstatic about. Uh, but yeah, so animal animal. Um, uh, Kingdom Lodge is getting in on the celebration over at Jiko, the cooking place. Um, so starting on June 30th, there will be a brand new prefix dining experience that is inspired by the Lion King. So again, located over at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, uh, you can dine at Jiko for a three-course menu that is a one-of-a-kind culinary celebration of Simba's story. And as your, your dinner progresses, there will be a lot of musicians that will join in on the fun. Um, uh, that will that will have um, you'll hear African melodies as well as live performances of the award-winning uh, soundtrack of The Lion King. Uh, so the menu features dishes that are again inspired by Jimby's uh, Jimby's. I was thinking Jiko and Simba, um, <laughs> Simba's journey through life. So. So each dish follows Simba as he grows up. So for the first for the first part of the meal, you'll get the I just can't wait to be king starter, which is a dish that features young Cedar Creek clam malata. Uh, I don't really know what malata is. I kind of wish I looked that up now. Uh, so it's a uh, young Cedar Creek clam malata, potatoes, pomegranate, and a bone marrow finish. Uh, so the dish symbolizes the playfulness of Simba's joyous childhood and his desire to become king one day. And I'm going to look up Malata real quick, unless you're already doing it. Got you. Um, so tr- traditional Maltese food is rustic and based on the seasons. Um, it's not really, it kind of gives me more of where it's from. I'm trying to look up and see if there's anything... Maltese food is more what it's giving me. Okay. Um. <laughs> they had so this, the Disney blog has like photos of all of this, and usually I take all the photos out of my notes, but I kind of wish I kept them in for this. Mm-hmm. Um, but so yeah, that's the first dish, and uh, I swear we'll get to you um, what exactly malata is. So, Katie, do a little I'll bit. Keep looking. Yeah, keep looking you. to get a more specific answer on that. Uh, so yeah, I threw this, this news just came, like came out right before we did this, this podcast. So I kind of just threw this quickly into the notes. Um, so yeah, so then you're going to get to choose from two entrees. Uh, one is a bone in ribeye with hibiscus nettles, um, 
and fregola and or you can get lobster uh sosoti god that's a this is another one that i'm not really <laughs> sure what it is sosoti man it's a, you know what so back in the day when i first started this podcast i used to describe a lot of food and now i remember why i stopped doing it <laughs> It's hard. I, uh, and to be fair, you're doing a great job because it's just posted. Yeah, I just so we didn't really have time to look at this. No. So, okay. So, Sosoti so, so is a traditional South African dish uh, that is meat uh, meat cooked on skewers. So, yeah, it looks like it's just meat on skewers. That's all it really is. They just have all these fancy words. And uh, to give me credit, I actually did look up what some of these words were before. <laughs> I was like, okay, what is this? I just didn't read everything through very quickly. So... Uh, all right, so you can get a, a bone-eye, a bone-in ribeye, or you can get lobster sosoti. So you'll have lobster on skewers. Uh, that also comes with red shrimp, squid, mussels, uh, and then you get rice as well. So these dishes are inspired by the elephant boneyard and Simba's courage to persevere through those trials and tribulations. Uh, and then the third course is the Hakuna Matata, which celebrates the balance as Simba grows up and learns what is truly uh, needed to successfully lead the Pride Lands. Uh, and this dessert features caramelized orange chocolate shoe, which is a light pastry, uh, and there's playful foliage on top. Uh, and then finally, uh, you'll finish off the evening with Can You Feel the Love Tonight and reflect on your journey with a selection of cakes and teas to kind of cap off your meal. Uh, so before I read the menu, did you ever find out okay. what exactly malati, malata is? All right. So a malata is a delicious dish from Mozambique consisting of clams, butternut squash, spinach, peanuts, and chilies. Oh, that sounds good. It does sound good. Yeah. Uh, and it's from Pinterest, so you know it can't lie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it, it looks exactly like the picture from the Disney uh, article that came out. So I, yeah. I feel pretty confident in this. But oh, it, it just sounds like a different style of clam squash, um, that kind of colorful dish. It sounds amazing. Yeah. I want to eat some. I'm, I'm going to make sure I Why link. I'm always hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make sure I link the, the uh, Disney po- Parks blog on this one only because it – the dishes do look amazing, mm-hmm. and I feel like this is I th- I th- this is definitely for adventurous eaters. This meal is not for everyone, but honestly, this is something I would I would really like to try and do. Oh um, heck yeah, me too. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah. So again, this is a, a, a limited prefix meal that starts June thirtieth, uh, and the pricing for this is only sixty five dollars uh, with tax and gruity included. So honestly, that's a pretty good deal for uh, an appetizer, dinner, and dessert. So that's not bad at all. Uh, yeah, th- no, for sure. And Animal Kingdom as a whole does so well with their food options that I, yeah, you know you're going to get a super solid quality. Yeah, and remember, this is uh, this is actually Animal Kingdom Lodge. This is over yeah. at Jico. Um, but yeah, so $65. And then you also have the option to add your choice of two levels of wine pairings at an additional cost. And you can book this today. So if you're interested, you can do that. Man, I might do this when we go in October. I'm, I'm very interested. This yeah. would be really fun to do. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. Chico, I, I really, I was, I really wanted to stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge, but the reservations just kind of sold out like right before I had the mm-hmm. book, the DVC points. Uh, I'm on a waiting list, so maybe we'll get in it. But, um, 
but I yeah, I was really hoping to eat at either Sanaa, Boma, uh, Boma, Ajika, Ajiko. Boma's my favorite restaurant on property. I Bar really, none. I really Bar need none. to go. I, I want to go so, so bad. Good. Yeah, that's the one we probably would have gone to if that one's that has the bread service, right? No, that's Sanaa. That's Sanaa. Oh, I always get them yeah. confused. Boma's okay. the buffet. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And so I usually do dinner at the buffet, and it, it just it floors me every time. Okay. It, it's and I know the other restaurants are so good too, but I'm like, oh, but Boma. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to try them all. Well, maybe this trip, maybe we'll see yeah. in October, not May. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. But uh, yeah, this sounds great. I would definitely try this one. Definitely over the Cinderella package. Tell you that mm -hmm. much. Um, but yeah, save any... yourself 150 bucks. Yeah. Oh, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, any last thoughts on this? Yeah, super stoked to hear about it. See more pictures. All right, cool. Well, so that is all the news for today. So we don't have any questions from you listeners out there. So please send any questions. We we want to answer anything you guys got. So we wanna we wanna include you guys in on the fun, uh, and we'd love to hear from you. So if there's any uh, like uh, Disney trip planning questions that you have, or if you want to know just thoughts of different things on, in the parks, like. Maybe if you want to know uh, for about dining um, uh, dinner uh, reference, what am I trying to say? Uh, <laughs> anything. Uh, yeah, anything. Like things, uh, re recommendations. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> I was really trying. Yeah. I had no idea where you're going. Yeah, this is. Uh, we're recording late. This is a late record. So yeah, if, the, if there's any recommend, uh, wow, I can't even say it anymore. <laughs> recommendations for like a dinner or anything like that. Just anything. We we want to get you guys involved. So yeah, send in your questions. But uh, but Katie, you actually had a fun question that uh, we wanted to kind of talk about on the show today. So what, yes. are, what are we going to talk about today? All right. So the thought came to me a few days ago. Um, I'm in the middle of, you know, finalizing our plans for May and I just started booking, you know, my, my dining reservations opened up for my trip in October and there's just so many other things that are coming up in the summer, you know, villains, party nights throughout the summer, extra magic hours, that kind of things. And I just thought to myself like, oh, I can only go to Disney World two times this year. It's so hard to be me. I know. <laughs> um, and, and it. I said that to myself and immediately I was like, Oh my God, this is such a first world Disney problem. Yeah. Um, so I kind of, I kept thinking along those lines and I brought it up to you tonight. Um, what are some of the biggest first world Disney problems that you have? So my biggest one that I think to myself all the time, like, Oh, I can't be in Disney world today. It's so hard to be me. Cause I mean, I am 14 hour drives away. Like I can't just hop in my car and make a day trip out of it. Um, and to me, that's just so, so hard. But then I have to think about, okay, well, there are some people who have like a 600-day countdown, and that's the closest they're going to get for a while. I'm like, oh, God, first world problems. This is so hard. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but then we started looking up some other fun ones. What are what are some of the top ones we found? Uh, so, I mean, when you kind of ask me this, like, what is my biggest Disney first world problem? And I, kind of mine was like, planning is just really hard. Like... <laughs> Planning a vacation at Disney sometimes can be challenging, especially like kind of right now. It's not, I mean, it's not that challenging, but with a group of six people, it's, I mean, it is, it's a little bit harder. So I just think to myself, like, what, what am I complaining about? Like, I'm <laughs> going to Disney. So, uh, I mean, that was like the kind of the first one that came to my mind, but then I just started like, I, I needed ideas, but then there's just like other funny ones. 
Um, and one of them is like, oh, my fast pass doesn't work for another two minutes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, or, oh, oh, along those lines, uh, my fast pass, maybe I have one from nine to 10, but the next one doesn't start until 1030. <laughs> yeah. What boy. a waste of time. What am I, I going to do with those 20 minutes? Yeah. Or st- <laughs> st- staying along for the fast pass one is like, I had to wait in line for 20 minutes, even though I used the fast pass. The worst. Yeah. The worst. Or like, oh gosh, I just lost it. Or like fast pass line still was just as long than your standby line because of the way they're merging or something like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You, you had a good one about the, uh, the ears. Oh man. First world problems. I can't wear my Mickey ears out in public in Cincinnati. Yeah, you have no many. You have no idea how many events I go to. Not that I'm even that popular whatsoever, but I sometimes I just really want to wear some Mickey ears, guys. And if I go out, the it it struck me so hard New Year's Eve this past year because the dress I was wearing was rose gold. So naturally, I wanted to wear my rose gold Mickey ears because it matched and I looked cute. But if I went to the, some random bar in Cincinnati and wore Mickey ears, people were going to look at me like I'm crazy. That's not fair. I just <laughs> want to wear my Mickey ear. <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do with a million pair of Mickey ears that I can only wear know, it's, two weeks out of the year? It's really a shame that you can't wear those like anywhere. Oh, I get so yeah. passionate about it. I mean, I'm not going to lie. There are some days, especially if I'm having a bad day, I'll just put on a pair of ears and wear them around the house like when I'm – making dinner when i'm watching tv or something i'm just gonna wear mickey ears because it makes me happy i just wanna wear my damn mickey ears <laughs> yeah uh so, so i've been so there's a lot of like memes that have disney first world problems and i just found one that to me is hysterical i want to ride space mountain but brazil is in my way uh so if if uh, if anyone doesn't get that, it's the running joke is when, uh, no offense to anyone that's Brazilian, but pretty much the tour group, the Brazilian tour group comes in like during the summer and they're just, there's, there's tons of hundreds of them and they're just all over the place. And people are just usually not, I'm not going to say anything, but usually people are just not a fan of the Brazilian tour groups. Um, mm-hmm. but that one uh i thought that was pretty funny that's it yeah no that's yeah. a good one for sure another one i love is my internet is too slow in disney yeah or <laughs> along the same lines my app won't refresh fast enough to find the next fast yeah disney. <laughs> like oh why is my phone taking so long to load or um like oh one i get all the time is because with the annual pass you get magic maker uh, or i'm sorry memory maker for free so I'll have a character experience and it'll be so much fun and I'll go immediately afterwards and they're supposed to pop up to your, to your, uh, my Disney experience app pretty much immediately. Sometimes it'll take like half an hour for these stupid pictures to pop up. I'm like, no, I want to look at these pictures right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First world Disney bro. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Another good one is I waved to Mickey in the parade, but he didn't see me. <laughs> That just breaks my heart. I'm like, yeah. no, Mickey, I'm here to see you. Pay attention to me. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, a lot of these, are, a lot of these, are just uh, super fun. But yeah, honestly, like my biggest uh, Disney first world problem is just the whole planning thing because mm-hmm. it, it's it's definitely a lot. But it's like I'm going to plan just a great vacation, and um, 
Yeah, I've kind of like I, I've talked about this in the past. Like I'm I'm all about trying to do as much spontaneity as I can. Uh, you you feel like it's kind of tough these days with with Disney, but I mean I did it on my last trip uh, last year, uh, and I mean it worked out great. I won't say too much, but uh, yeah, it's. I'm going to see, maybe we could do it on, on this next upcoming trip, but because it seems like kind of like what you were saying before, our nights are like a little up in the air. We don't really have a lot planned for the night right now. And I'm um, honestly, I, uh, by the time this comes out, uh, uh, I'm my Disney, uh, I can book my ADRs, my, my dining reservations. Oh, nice. book. So I have like a, f- a few more days until we can book dining. So, uh, that's going to be kind of intense, but, uh, but yeah, so that's uh, those are kind of my uh, Disney First World problems. Any any last ones you want to add? I think we hit them. But hey, yeah. listeners, if you guys have any, please let us know. Yeah, because I want to share this. This is a fun topic. Yeah, that, let. That, yeah, it's cool. No, no, go ahead, finish. Yeah, just let us know if you have anything. I'd love to share it. Maybe I'll put something up on my story as well. Um, a different kind of question. Little maybe later on in the week, ready for next week episode that we can kind of reloop and hear what some of your first world disney problems are yeah i think that's a that's a good thing we should start doing that like posing a question uh to like the listeners and maybe put something on instagram because we can get our answers pretty easily over there mm-hmm. um so yeah let's let's figure out like a fun question for like next week's show i know you're not i know you're actually going to be in disney you're leaving you're going to disney in three days oh so, my god yeah i'm so excited yeah so you're leaving on yeah. wednesday and you're going to be gone for how many days are you going for we're there six days so i'll be back monday night like awesome. late late monday night so okay. and, and where are you staying we are staying at the wilderness lodge <gasps> villas we're oh, staying yes. at the new villas the dvc villas um we actually ended up so none of us are in dvc um, but we rented points out actually for the first time. Um, so we're staying in one of the two bedroom villas. Um, cause there are six and a half of us with my niece. She's, she can't stop that as a little tiny person. <laughs> she doesn't take up much space. So we actually have the full two bedroom villa. So I've, I've stayed at Wilderness Lodge before when I was younger. Um, but just in one of their standard rooms, we actually had bunk beds, which was super cool to young Katie. Yeah. That just like blew my mind. Like, oh my God, we're in a hotel room and there's bunk beds. When in reality, it was just because the rooms were really small. Yeah. But it was so much fun. Um, so I'm, I'm super pumped. Uh, we'll be doing a recap episode of my trip as well. Um, a little segment of what happened on my trip too. So more details to follow, but man. We're so close. I can I can feel it. I'm yeah. so close. <laughs> Man, World in a Slot is my hands down my favorite resort. I've stayed there twice. Last time I stayed was 2013. Uh, we used uh, we were in a DVC room, but we were it was just we were in a studio. Um, mm-hmm. So we did that. But I think you're if you've never been in a two bedroom villa, those 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 places are pretty awesome. So oh yeah, I mean just yeah. so when I worked at Old Key West, I would walk into some of Old Key West's villas. Yeah, um, they're one bedroom two bedroom but just based off of what the pictures of Boulder Ridge looks like oh my god I just can't oh, I can't wait I can't wait yeah we're so close yeah no that's super exciting and I I, I do want to hear more about I don't know we have a well we're running late we're running long but I don't care um, <laughs> I'm, I'm curious like I, I you said you rented points like 
how did that whole how did that work out for you guys like did it i mean it seems like it worked out well but i'm just i don't i've never known anyone that ever did that before rented dvc points so i know you're i think your dad kind of took yeah. the charge of this one right so he to kind be of honest yeah i'm not sure i will re-loop with you on that one though because i'm not sure how he did it and what the process was i know there's a website that you can go to to see where people are selling their points off, right? So you're essentially using their points, but in your name, you know? Um, so you pay them and they give you the points, which I guess sounds pretty basic. Obviously that's how it works, but I, I'm not sure how he did it, how he found someone, how he got this resort. Um, I don't think we were aiming for this one in particular. I think we're just looking for anything that had the two bedroom space for us since there are so many of us um, in the in the one area room that we wanted to stay in so i let me let me talk to him and figure it out because i i my me and my dad are both very similar in the sense that we're super planners and we like to be on top of things but when he's on top of things and when he's in control i have zero control and it hurts <laughs> like, it is not easy so my my coping mechanism is to just completely separate myself from it and just accept whatever it is because if i try to start helping it's just going to make it worse. <laughs> so <laughs> I have taken a complete backseat of this entire planning trip. Yeah. Um, but let me, yeah, let me talk to him. Let me kind of figure out and maybe we can give some more details next week um, on how you go about booking DVC points. Yeah. I think that's a, I think that's a good little topic of discussion when I think when we do your overall trip report, yeah, try to get that information. I think that'd be good to, uh, to kind of give out to the listeners because it's something I'm not knowledgeable in. So that'd be kind of cool to see firsthand experience, how, how that went. So, uh, I mean, I guess I, I kind of do that because I use my father-in-law's points, but I mean, I have a direct connection to him. So it's, I think it's different than renting points but yeah it, i think that's more like him giving you the points or just letting you use them yeah versus you know like a actual business transaction Correct. between yeah. strangers yeah. so so yeah so yeah definitely let me know and i'm excited to hear all about it uh, and make sure you guys are following her because i assume you're going to be posting uh, lots of instagram stories oh, and sure. photos so yeah yeah i can definitely promise i'll be on my story um We'll see how the posts go throughout the day. But also something, if you guys want to meet up, I will tell you with my niece. So she's two and a half. So it's going to be all about her. So we'll go where she wants to go. We'll do what she wants to do. Um, but I will be posting each morning where we'll be. And please, 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 please reach out to me and let me know if you want to meet up. Um, the rest of my family don't have park hopper. So we'll, we're going to stay in the same park all day. Um, so I'll post each morning where, what park we're going to be in. So if you're there, please come say hi. I would love, love, love to meet you guys and say hi and take some pictures. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be amazing. That's, that'd be, that'd be really awesome. So, uh, jealous that, uh, I can't be there. <laughs> so, I know. You'll be yeah. there soon enough. Soon enough. I know. Yeah. Well, it's all right. I'll be, my birthday is actually on Tuesday. It's May 7th. So I'll be celebrating, celebrating that. So I'm excited. Oh, very fun. Yeah. But all right well let's get out of here for tonight we are it is late so that is going to wrap it up for this week's episode katie where can we find you 
You guys can find me over on Instagram. My name is Magically Mootsy. So give me a follow, reach out, say hi. Um, if you also, if you aren't on Instagram, you don't want to talk to me there, you can also always email me over at katie at xspresspodcast.com. Excellent. And make sure you guys are subscribing to the podcast. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, or however you listen to podcasts. We are on lots of different platforms. And if you can, please leave a review. It'll really help out the show. And make sure you guys are checking out excesspresspodcast.com where we have a lot of news articles and our shop is coming soon. So the t-shirts will not be up for this week. Uh, I'm still waiting for the order to come through. So I'm crossing my fingers that uh, in another week they'll be up. So uh, stay tuned for that. But don't worry, they're being printed and they will be on sale soon. As as well as all the new updates to the website. And again, it's it's in a work in progress right now. So you can kind of get a sneak peek of what's going on over there. Uh, but I am having it might change because there are some issues that I'm having with. Uh, the stuff that I, I don't want to go into it. It's very technical, but <laughs> there there are some issues that I'm having, and I might have to change it up entirely. So it may or may not stay that way, but uh, you guys can actually take a sneak peek at the uh, the new logo that is that is up there right now. Uh, but uh, I'll be sharing it out on all social media very soon. Uh, and if you're not following us on social media, you can do that at Excess Press Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, and I still am doing the interview with a cast member episodes, and I'm very happy because we have uh, interviews lined up for the entire month of May, so you're going to get a lot of content there, which I'm very excited about. Uh, I'm People have been reaching out, so I'm, I'm very excited that's that's been going on. So guys, if you were a previous cast member and you would like to be on the show, uh, just reach out and we'll get you there, and you can shoot me an email over at matt at excesspresspodcast.com. And again, we really want to get your input on the shows. We want to get your questions. You can do that by sending in an email or you can just send it in a voice message. Just use the voice memo app or the voice recorder app on your phone. Uh, just uh, make it about like a minute long and uh, record that and email it to us. But uh, that's it, guys. Thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt and Katie from the Access Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.